global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. Oil rally, stock surge, folks from Big Lots ringing that closing bell today. And this update is brought to you by Sector Spider ETFs. Why buy a single stock when you can invest in the entire sector? Visit Sector SPDRS.com or call 1-866-SECTOR-ETF. Stocks advanced as energy shares rallied along with crude prices. West Texas Intermediate up 4.5% rallying $2 a barrel to $46.66. Word of an OPEC agreement. Equity zigged and zagged as Fed Chair Janet Yellen said she sees solid job growth and no fixed timetable for a rate rise. Rich Clarider is a global strategic advisor at PIMCO. He was our guest today right here on Taking Stock. I think the, the Fed thinks that it's going to be hiking, but obviously it will depend to some extent on the data. And I should note that the recent data for the U.S. has been coming in on the soft side. Most folks a week or two ago thought the U.S. GDP in the third quarter would be north of three. And we're, we and others are marking down our view of, of third quarter GDP probably to around two and a half or so. And today, speaking before the House Financial Services Committee, Fed Chair Yellen said the current course of the economy calls for a gradual increase in interest rates, something that does not have a fixed timetable. Oil, the big story today. Stocks rose as energy shares rallied with crude prices after OPEC was said to have agreed to cut production for the first time in eight years. West Texas Intermediate up four and a half percent up 201 to 46.68 equities higher s&p up 11 to 21.71 a gain there of five tenths of one percent nasdaq up 12 to 53.18 that's a gain of two tenths of one percent dow industrials up 109 a gain of six tenths of one percent and gold down 440 the ounce to drop there of three tenths of one percent to 13.21 the 10-year down 330 seconds yield 1.57 percent 402 on Wall Street now. Let's take a look at other news from around the world. Charlie, thank you. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Mark Crumpton. Secretary of State John Kerry had a warning for Russia today regarding Syria. Bloomberg's Bob Moon is following the story. The U.S. is threatening to cut off all contacts with Russia over the deteriorating situation in Syria unless the Russian and Syrian bombardment of Aleppo ends. The State Department says Secretary of State Kerry voiced his grave concern in a phone call with his Russian counterpart, Sergei Lavrov, and stressed the burden remains on Russia to stop the assault and allow humanitarian access to Aleppo and other areas in need. Earlier, Pope Francis decried the Aleppo bombing, saying those responsible for killing civilians will have to answer to God. The U.N. says at least 96 children have been killed and hundreds injured since Friday. Bob Moon, Bloomberg Radio. Hillary Clinton has scored another high-profile Republican endorsement, this time from former Virginia Senator John Warner. Democratic Vice Presidential nominee Tim Kaine also says that Warner is an example of a politician who's willing to work with others regardless of party. John Warner is the example of how it can be done and how it should be done. Warner appeared with Kane in Alexandria, Virginia. The U.S. is sending 600 additional troops to help Iraq reclaim the city of Mosul from Islamic State. Starting today, Google Express is delivering select groceries and merchandise anywhere in the five boroughs. Google hopes to expand the service nationwide by the end of the year. It costs $4.99 per order or $95 a year. 
Global News, 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,600 journalists and analysts in over 120 countries. I'm Mark Crumpton. This is Bloomberg. Charlie? And we thank you. And again, recapping equities higher, oil surges, S&P up 11, a gain of five-tenths of 1%. West Texas Intermediate Crude up $2 a barrel, 46.67, a gain there of 4.5%. I'm Charlie Palatin. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Move around. Motion creates the motion. I feel the earth move under my feet. You move like they do. I've never seen anyone move that fast. All right, people, let's move like we've got a purpose. Something's called movers and shakers. They cost a little more, but that name cracked me up. Bloomberg Taking Stock, Movers and Shakers, with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. Taking a look inside the S&P 500, you can say that the Movers to the upside had a wide margin today, 338 gainers, 165 losers. Only two companies had their stock price closing unchanged. Dave Wilson, our stock setter, is back to kick off Movers and Shakers. Let's talk about AT&T. Now, we've seen companies like AT&T in the wireless business kind of pull back a bit lately, uh, concern about what it's going to cost them with Apple coming out with the iPhone 7 and 7 Plus as the uh, Companies compete for customers. And today, the the phone company was cut to neutral from buy at UBS. They're lowering their earnings estimates, and they're also figuring that increasing competition is going to take a bite out of AT&T's business. Now, you put that all together, and you saw the shares of AT&T falling 1.5% on the day. I'll tell you about the shares of Procter & Gamble, ending the day higher by a little bit more than 1%. A couple pieces of news about Procter & Gamble. Number one, uh, Procter & Gamble today set a final exchange ratio for their shareholders to swap shares of Procter & Gamble for Coty. Now, remember, Coty had previously agreed to buy 41 beauty brands from P&G. That deal was a $12.5 billion deal. In any case, uh, this was the last time that people get to uh, decide what they want to do with their Procter & Gamble shares. Also, uh, the company is going to invest $200 million to expand operations in Europe. And Cody, of course, replacing Diamond Offshore in the S&P 500. So both stocks move higher. Cody up 1.5% and Procter & Gamble gaining a little bit more than 1%. It's official. BlackBerry, remember that Canadian company that invented the smartphone? Addicted legions of road warriors to that crackberry. Well, they've finally thrown in the towel. They are no longer going to make their iconic handsets, which I still remember very fondly. But let's realize they lost the battle a long time ago to Apple and Samsung. They're handing over production of the phones to overseas partners, turning their full attention to the more profitable and growing software business, formalizing a move in the making since... CEO John Chen took over nearly three years ago, outsourced some manufacturing to Foxconn Technology Group. Uh, in fact, uh, though, if you really are still craving some kind of BlackBerry, they say uh, at the company they've struck a licensee agreement with an Indonesian company to make and distribute BlackBerry-branded devices, uh, maybe also some deals with Chinese and Indian manufacturers. BlackBerry was up as much as nearly 8% today. It's closing uh, today up 5.7%. A good move, Dave. Uh, stock that didn't have a good move was National Beverage. They make LaCroix seltzer. Their ticker is Fizz. 
And uh, the stock kind of fizzed out after being targeted by an activist short seller, Glaucus Research Group. Firm said in a report that National Beverage is a faddish stock. The company has accounting issues, and the shares may fall by two-thirds as uh, things change for the worse. You put that all together, National Beverage down 8.2% on the day. All right, I'm going to tell you about uh, airlines. Uh, is ALK okay with VA? ALK being Alaska Air and VA being Virgin America. Both shares move higher. Now, we know that Virgin America and Alaska Air are moving towards an agreement to combine, but according to an unidentified senior antitrust lawyer who represented airlines in mergers in the past, the recent meeting between Virgin America and Alaska Air and Department of Justice officials was constructive, not constructive. Confrontational. Alaska Air says that it's still optimistic the deal will close by the end of the fourth quarter, and uh, both companies have extended the amount of time that they are looking to review the deal. Shares of both uh, VA Virgin Air up nine tenths of a percent, and shares of Alaska Air up three tenths of a percent. Just a quick look. Uh, the news on Nike yesterday continues to depress the stock down nearly three point eight percent. The after the close, uh, their future orders barely increasing in North America, renewing concerns that competitors are hamstringing the company's once torrid growth. Our own uh, Chen Grazius, analyst for Bloomberg Intelligence, saying the slowdown in North America is worse than expected. He's got a terrific chart if you want to look for it, showing the downtrend. Swoosh, swoon. I love it. Swoosh, swoon. Very good. All right. It's time now for the Volatility Index Report. It's brought to you by the CBOE, CBOE VIX Options and Futures. Volatility can be harnessed with CBOE VIX Options and Futures. See disclosures and learn more at cboe.com slash powerful outcomes VIX. Uh, the VIX uh, dropping today down 4%, down uh, 0.61, 12.49 on the close. It's given up most of the gain. It's accumulated since Tuesday morning. All right, Dave, you're up. Uh, hi, uh, my name is Dave. Wilson, where are you? Wilson! Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? We're going for the price on Wilson. Open up the door, it's Dave! Who? Dave! Hey, Dillard's, you know, Dave Wilson, a lot of the department stores are having a tough time, but they're looking good today. Well, they are today, I mean, but they've certainly struggled, as have their peers, to compete with the likes of Amazon.com. Now, let's put this in some context. Shares of Dillard's listed under the ticker DDS, they've tumbled as much as 62% since April of last year when the stock set a record. And that retreat followed a 57-fold surge from a low in November 2008. Now, analysts backed away from Dillard's even before the shares fell. Data compiled by Bloomberg shows the company didn't have a single buy rating from November 2014 until today. The streak ended when Credit Suisse raised Dillard's the equivalent of buy from neutral. The upgrade was based on the company's prospects for cutting debt and buying back stock. Dillard's rose as much as 8.6% today in the wake of that call and closed with a gain of 5.3%. Now, point out, Credit Suisse also cut its rating on Macy's to neutral from the equivalent of buy based on the challenges that the company's trying to meet right now. Macy's with a loss of 1.4%. 1.4%. Thank you very much. Dave Wilson, Bloomberg Stocks, Thomas, go ahead. Send him an email at dwilson at bloomberg.net. Sign up for his daily free email newsletter. It will help make you a smarter investor. Coming up on Taking Stock, shares of CBS higher today by more than 4%. And the shares of Viacom are up more than 3%. We're going to tell you why. 
That's all coming up. We are broadcasting live from the Bloomberg Most Influential Summit at our world headquarters here in New York. I'm Pim Fox, my co-host Kathleen Hayes. This is Taking Stock, and this is Bloomberg. Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by Witham Smith & Brown CPAs, audit tax and advisory services, helping you and your business to be in a position of strength. Experience the Witham way by visiting witham.com. 